You're listening to Agency Highway. This is a podcast for agencies that want to grow their business and work less. Agency Highway is sponsored by Content Snare, a platform that helps digital agencies gather content from clients without digging through a storm of emails, huge attachments, and messy Google Docs. Sign up at contentsnare.com and use the chat widget to say you heard about Content Snare on Agency Highway, and you'll get a 30-day trial instead of the typical 14. Now, here's this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to Agency Highway. This is episode number 79 and we have Christina Romero on the line from WP Care Market. A bunch of stuff that I'm going to get into first. The first thing I want to address, firstly, Christina, thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you, Mr. James Rose. <laughs> but look, I was going to introduce you as Christina Romero, Queen Suck Up, which <laughs> I saw yesterday. Um as you guys know, I'll explain this. Christina's <laughs> looking very surprised right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't mention this before you recorded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're looking very surprised right now. And as you guys might know, I send out gifts to everyone that comes on the podcast. And uh, Mike Killen was one of the previous ones. And he shared uh, that he got some nice coasters with his logo on it. And of course, Christina had to one up the shit out of it with like a whiskey barrel. <laughs> insane a uh, great gift may steal that from you um i'd also just like to say my barrel is bigger than his barrel <laughs> i'm laughing so hard i'm crying <laughs> oh my gosh i love that you held that out until we started recording <laughs> because my whole did you see the note i wrote him yes i said yes. suck it james rose <laughs> take that james rose <laughs> Take that. Sorry. Close enough. I, I didn't even comment on the post uh, because I knew we were doing this interview today. You're uh, good. Yeah. You are super stealth. That is so <laughs> funny. And I thought that going in today, I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder if he's seen the live stream or not. <laughs> <laughs> I will link because that up, by the way. I will link up um, Mike Killen's uh, live stream of the unboxing of Christina's amazing gift. <laughs> Um, cause I mean, well, it's good to follow Mike if you and don't I, already. And it was such good motivation because it literally was like, how do I one up James Rose? And then I saw it online. And I was like, oh, this is like going to make him, going to make him very mad. This is like 10 X. Um, no, but like Mike 10X. has done so much. <laughs> Mike has done so much for me. Like he totally deserves his own branded whiskey barrel <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah look that is it's so epic and honestly i love that it's like made this competition now and i hope this evolves into something <laughs> yes. else because like gifting is one of my favorite things in business and this is completely off topic for what we're talking about today <laughs> but i just like gifting is one of my favorite things because it gets you remembered like i mean it's fun to do right like yeah i guess i started with the benefits there but like of like the business benefits. But to me, it's just fun to like try and work out what someone likes. Um, yeah. And, and just like play around with it. And, and when you like, have to go, yes, you have to like investigate. And yeah. the thing is I've known Mike for a long time. I've known him for quite a few years <laughs> and we have like a, a good, I mean, I, I just adore his wife. He is best friends with my husband. <laughs> true but they like to call each other best friends <laughs> right um and, and so like you're right it makes it even more exciting when you see something and you're like oh they're gonna love this yeah and i just couldn't wait i was like i spent way too much money than i should have and then <laughs> i shipped it from i had to get it made in the u.s and then i had to ship it from the u.s because Oof. 
I couldn't find any place in the UK that did this. And the lady at the post office, like, I don't know what kind of reputation your post office workers have in Australia, but in the US, it's not so good. So she says like really kind of mean everything. She's like, it's going to take three weeks or more. And I'm like, no, because I just couldn't wait that long for this reaction. And, um, and it didn't. It only took a week. And the fact that you saw before a podcast recording is just like. Perfect timing. Scary on the top. Yeah. And anyway, like so back to the business. No one's seen it. Back to the business benefits of gifting though. Like. It's that's going to sit on his desk forever. You know, it's not some like crappy promo item that's going to get thrown out. Like I've been collecting pens just so I can make a pile of them and say, this is why you need to stop making freaking pens um, and then sweep them into the bin or something. Um, so, you know, and that's going to sit there forever and it's got his name on it, not yours, which is like the entire point. Um, I've actually learned a lot from giftology.com, which I might mm. link up in the show notes. Um, but it's all about having their branding, but, the point is then they're still going to keep it and remember you that you gave it to them. Yeah. Like Aww. they don't need. And will he remember your coasters? Shit. I don't know. What's I that? don't know if he'll remember your coasters in the same way. <laughs> They'll be right next as to my brand. They'll see the barrel, barrel and then see the coasters right next to it every time. <laughs> you, know, you just amplified mine. <laughs> on, on another note, the lady that makes my coasters um, laser engraved, um, like I've got my own here as well Ooh. as content snare on it, her laser blew up on the weekend and Ooh. caught fire and they had to like hose it down in their oh house. Gosh. And so none of these are going out for a while. Yours are going to be late. So <laughs> suck it, Christina. Man, you see, you baited me. You baited <laughs> me to come on your podcast and then we're like, oh, boom, sorry. <laughs> no, no more presents. engraved coasters <laughs> for you. Oh, anyway, look, let's get into the real topic, which is website care plans. Such a amazing topic for um, agencies because it's the easiest, I feel, barrier to entry to recurring revenue, which is like queen bee of, of uh, agencies uh, is yes. to have that recurring revenue that like Please. continues to deliver and pay like a certain, maybe pay all of our costs for a, a month. You know, that's like the, to me, the sweet spot is if your recurring revenue can cover all of your costs so that you know that um, even on the worst month, then you're not going to go under. Yeah. Uh, everything else is cream. So yeah. Website care is awesome. Um, let's dig into it's it. Everything. Um, I, yes. So yeah, where, where do we start? What what should I, what agencies start? need to know about website? Oh goodness! Um, all right. Well, let's start at the. What are they doing now. wrong? Um, what are they doing wrong? Well, <laughs> quite a, a bit. It really depends on the agency, but I'll put it this way: um, when I started out, my so what I do now is I, I do have any. I have an agency for over ten years um, oh. now, and I've got a nice little team and care plans that cover. 50% of our revenue comes from care plans. Wow. So, yeah. So, we, it pays for our team. It pays for my salary. So, then all of our projects just become sort of like expense and profit covering in the business. So, it's nice. Um, but I didn't start out that way. I didn't have them. I thought the coolest thing to do was just to make a website and say goodbye to the person and never see them again. And that's how I started my business until 2013, caught on to the website care plan concept I think that was also the year that, you know, with WordPress's popularity, it started becoming a huge security target. So more and more um, software was pushing out, you know, the concept of, of saying you need to keep WordPress up to date. You need to keep the plugins up to date. And yeah. um, 
yeah, so it was a, the big shift in WordPress was happening in that 2012, 2013 time period. And the, and the concept of putting your clients on a recurring subscription in order to do this for them was kind of a novel idea at the time. Yeah. And I remember going back to that list and getting, you know, I think four or five people right away in that year. And, and it ha- so happened, my husband had like a uh, business trip to Hawaii. So I was like on the beach in Hawaii and like seeing my first month of like recurring revenue come in. And I was like, this is the dream. And it was just like, <laughs> I was like, I need to do this, like the best I can do it. So that became my focus and how do I, you know, make this, um, more of a process, more systematic, uh, more profitable. And it just became something over time. I get kind of obsessed with refining and refining things until they kind of run smoothly. And, um, over that, that time period, it, you know, it was really fun. I was able to coach for WP Elevation and, and kind of try out a lot of this concepts and training inside that training platform. But, but yes, um, came out the other side. And today we have, uh, like I said, just an incredible amount of, of care plans in the agency side of what I do to cover uh, the entire costs of me included in my salary. And so the biggest thing I think that agencies are doing wrong is, um, <laughs> is one, not getting started. I think I'm constantly surprised when people come through my Facebook group for uh, my care plan training or the course and I ask them questions, and one of the questions is, do they have care plans in their business? And I'm just seriously seeing the mm. word no um, more that's often crazy. than I see the word yes. That, I know. That, to hear that, I would not have expected that at all. That's yeah. crazy. And I save all the responses. I mean, I have all of it saved in my Airtable just so I can kind of really get a good snapshot of, of, of where people are at. So I'm shocked. That's the biggest um, thing. The other thing is people continuing to work with, and this is a big thing for me, continuing to work with clients and uh, and websites that are not on a care plan. Um, right. Because if they're a WordPress site, they need to be kept up to date, right? Mm-hmm. They need to be running well if you're going to do anything for them, whether it's marketing or content creation or design or whatever you're doing. It's like someone who's sort of sick, right? They need to be healed first. They need to be healthy before they go and train, you know, to do something like a marathon or hit some kind of goal. So the site needs to be well taken care of. So I'm constantly shocked with people say, you know, not requiring their client clients to be on a website care plan in order to work with them. Yeah. So basically um, you're saying like if, if a client's coming to you and being like, hey, can you change this thing or like do this thing on our website? You're saying yeah. for you to do that, they have to be on a care plan with you. That's right. Yeah, I love that. That's right. And that line in the sand. So what we end up having is we have, they become less of a website care plan and more of a client relationship kind of plan, more of a exclusive list of clients that you work with. Uh, And then you become really dialed in and focused on that list of clients. So you actually can really provide value to them and wanting to grow their business because you're focused on them and not on trying to, you know, go out and market for more clients and more clients and more clients. Mm -hmm. So you have that sort of base, that client base. And then from those clients, you get a huge amount of your future work. So off of those websites, every single month you can kind of go in and, and realize what can they where can they grow? What can they add on? What can be done? And you can suggest future work. Um, huge percentage of our agency revenue is from existing care plan clients who either want to redesign every two years or 
add on some kind of feature or landing page or something. And, yeah. um, and I track that revenue. And I think that's the other thing for people to really understand where the revenue is coming from, track that revenue and see you'll, if you shift that model, the whole idea behind your clients needing to be on a care plan, um, you'll begin to see the, the revenue coming from clients in a different way that you mm. realize, wow, these are really the core of, of the agency. Yeah. I think there's a lot of uh, one like important thing there. And this is so uh, recent for me because I was literally writing a post um, for my newsletter right before we, we started talking about like boundaries um, and like respecting like your own process and forcing clients to respect your process in a way. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And because I can see that a lot of people might have this kind of rule and then we'll have like care plans and then they see the email come in from a client and they're like, oh, I'll just do it anyway. Even though, they're, yeah. you know, if you've communicated this to someone and be like, you have to be on a care plan. Right. I guarantee there are people out there that when that email comes back after they say no, um, that they'll still go ahead and change, make some changes anyway. I feel like that's something yes. you really need to just lock in and follow your process. Absolutely. I think the, the most important um, thing you mentioned there was process. So you have to you have to have a process. So you have to be positioning that care plan from the very first conversation that you have with them. Um, and then continually throughout the project while you're building the website. So by the time you're offboarding for the project, it really is no surprise that this is the next step. Mm. Um, I mentioned in my training and I mentioned whenever I talk about it, I really like to position to my clients and encourage other people to do the same, that what makes you unique is that you have a website care plan and that you require it. That makes you unique because you value relationships. And so because you value relationship, you're not going to disappear and you're always going to be there. I think the one thing that website owners and business owners hate is this scary part of them not knowing the technology and then the web professional not being there when they need Oh, yes. That was absolutely one of the biggest things I heard. In fact, it's why I got into web design in the first place. It's all the stories of their web guy disappearing. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, that sounds like not too easy. No, it seems pretty easy to like be different in this space if I just show up. <laughs> <laughs> you just show up and answer an email. Yeah, right. I, absolutely. It's uh, absolutely people. And then some people have been burned, you know, terribly. Mm-hmm. So uh, by positioning that right away with a lead before they even become a client, I think you do yourself like a bonus of them being like, mm, okay, they're, they're, they're different. And, and maybe I go with them for the website project because it looks like they're going to take good care of me. Do, so, you, do you go one step further and say that they have to be on the plan before you even build the website? Like, do you ever build so, a site and then just leave it right. for them? I do note that some people require it when they sign the contract, right? They mm-hmm. say, you know, we're not going to build you a site unless you are on our care plans. I think it's relationship based. So mm-hmm. I want them to want to be in a relationship with us. So I want to prove our, I want us to, we want to prove ourselves that we show up, we do great work, we have great quality of work and that we have good turnaround time, good communication. We still have to prove that to them. That should never be a given. It's a relationship just like anything else. So whether it's um, them coming to us and the site is already built, we have a typical type of evaluation service. We don't require the care plan in order to run that service because it gives them a chance for them to see how we deliver. And then they go, okay, they email me back right away. They have a beautiful report. They know what they're talking about. I'll move forward with the, the care plan with them. So we never require it. Um, and I think that's because we go at the angle of that we want them to want to be with us. 
And then it it decreases churn. Like if we do it that way, like no one's canceling because they're kind of going in eyes wide open to the care plan. What kind of take up do you get in like percentage? In terms of conversion from projects? Um, So interestingly enough, I ran the numbers from the last however many years we started care plans. And I was shocked to see, you know, and it's again, like you have this idea of what you think (laughs) is, you know, what your business does, but unless you sit down with the numbers, you're like, oh, wow, um, kind of fooling myself. But <laughs> with pro- with what, what we thought was so interesting was for people for brand new websites coming to us for projects, we saw um, a 75% conversion rate onto website care plans nice. in the last five years, which is good. But, um, but I was shocked to see for those that had existing websites and we were either redesigning or we were doing like a website evaluation service, 90% conversion rate. Wow. And I sat back and looked at those numbers. And I was like, oh my gosh, this makes perfect sense. Because when someone actually has a website, do they actually understand the burden of trying to maintain the website? Yeah. And, you know, um, also most of the time they're existing businesses, which also value right. the service of a website yeah. care plan. So um, off of that, I said, okay, well, we're going to shift Mm-hmm. are who we go with in terms of leads. Like we're going to welcome those with existing websites because then we can really grow our, grow our website care plan list. Mm-hmm. Um, those are going to be our best, our best uh, leads. And they have been. Nice. That's awesome. So let's talk about the plans themselves, like how much to charge, what, like what you can put in them. I imagine there's a lot of, because you've got that relationship, there's a lot of opportunity for upselling, or, you know, into like content yes. or SEO and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. So, um, who I see people doing this, this is, um, doing this wrong a lot, a website care plan. When we take that phrase, we can also rename it website maintenance and mm-hmm. support. Um, so it's really the upkeep of the websites. So we're talking system updates of, uh, if you're on WordPress or, or any other platform, WordPress plugins, secure, you know, monitoring security, monitoring the uptime backups, you know, those kind of basic all the classic stuff. Yeah. All the classic stuff. Right. And then I think you add in certain value that you need to add in to make this worth your while. And for us, that's usually including some chunk of time that doesn't roll over so that yep. we can execute things that we need to execute for the site. So we want to focus on growth of the site. So mm-hmm. we want to put in value adds there like 30 minutes or an hour or so, or, um, fixing Google search console issues or fixing broken links or whatever it is that kind of increases the value of the plan. Mm -hmm. What I see people do all the time, which is a massive mistake is rolling into the website care plan, other services that don't have anything to do with that. Right. So, and it might be content creation. It might be um, some sort of like SEO or some sort of social media marketing or some sort of any types of little graphic design or whatever that has nothing to do with a website care plan. And they get really excited because they can up that price. So they're like, Hey, I'm selling thousand dollar, $2,000 care plans. And I'm like, "Mm, that's not a care plan. And the (laughs) reason that's a mistake is because you're giving them a reason to cancel the plan. And it seems kind of, ah, right. See what I mean? So you can have this stuff as like an upsell. It's like an add on or something. Uh, then, but then they can always fall back on just the care plan. Yes. Because they need it. Cause if they have a WordPress website, they need website care. That's not a hard sell that Mm -hmm. they need. And that's sort of the bridge and the gateway to the relationship with them. Right. So if you're stuffing that because you want that to be some sort of like big ticket item, 
they have a bigger, you know, cost, like decision making that they have to make every month or every year. Um, and they're not going to, they're going to see it as that other piece and not the maintenance. Like they're never going to see it as that. So then mm-hmm. they cancel it with, and they, and they bounce. If you keep it maintenance or you keep it website care, everything that they need because they have a WordPress website, it's just the cost of the platform, right? The cost of doing business, the cost of having the site, mm-hmm. cost of having a website developer agency on their team, you know, there every month standing by, um, that never goes away. And then you add on another plan that they can cancel at any time, whether that's SEO or whatever, keep it separate. So then they can cancel that or, and bring it back if they need SEO again or whatever, but Mm -hmm. they're never canceling that core plan. Yeah. I really like that idea. It's, um, yeah, something I, it's such a simple change too. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I actually was saying in a, in a uh, podcast interview yesterday that like I hear all this stuff and it makes me want to start up an agency again. Like <laughs> I, we kind of don't really do the website stuff anymore just because we focus on content snare, but I'm like, God, I really just want to like, cause there's so many providers I can use for like all the different pieces now. And like, I've got this <laughs> yes, like agency in my head <laughs> the where I'm not doing any of the work except like getting the clients. And, but then I'm like, I know it's not going to be that simple. Just chill. <laughs> I know. And it is. And the thing with this sort of agency space, when it comes to care plans too, like stuff's constantly evolving and changing. Mm. So you know, I developed um, the website care plan training in WP Care Market to sort of teach everything that we're doing in the agency. So literally like mm-hmm. to tell people, this is what we're doing. Just take it, just put it in your agency. You don't have to think anything else, just like copy and paste it in all of our processes, all of our scripts, everything. But I, but you're right. Running the agency is helping me constantly adjust Mm. that conversation because it's like every year something new rolls out or some other thing that has to be addressed. Or I think, Oh gosh, that's a good thing to add in. We try it out on our clients. It works. And then we sort of bring it to everybody else. So so yeah, not having that. Yeah. Like not having that platform to be able to test stuff on anymore. Like it's, uh, it's definitely made things difficult for us on on the hours thing too. I'm just circling back a bit, like including hours in in the Mm -hmm. plans. I like that idea because um, we've actually done that with our software development projects. So we, and our, like what's left of our agency is pretty much just custom software development. And it is like, you know, generally big stuff like multiple developers on one Mm -hmm. project and we were trying to come up with a care plan for a client like just the (laughs) other day and we're like how do you do this for some we're not updating plugins we're not doing this that and every other thing and we just basically rolled in a a maintenance plan you know which is like monitoring and all that sort of stuff um an x like 12 hour response time or something on weekdays and a number of hours built into it uh built into each month that don't roll over and the clients went for it like that and I was just like, yeah, we did it. You can't, and you can't have it roll over. And that's the, that's the other thing. Like you can't have the time roll over Oof. and you can't, that's a retainer. Like that's someone hiring you for like 10 hours to do whatever you want them to do whenever they want you to do it. And you can't run a business that way. You're mm-hmm. right. You have to budget your time and you, and you have to budget it every month, whether they use it or not. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I can just see people being like, oh, I've built up like 80 hours. I'm going to cancel for six months. You know, like it, I think it opens up a place for argument, which is yeah. never a good thing. Um, also, just on what we spoke about before, like what's in the plans, you're saying like a $1,000 plan is not a good idea because it's got all this stuff in it. What What is a good price plan? 
Okay. So, you know, it really depends on a few things, where you live, cost of living of where you live, um, what's profitable for you, if it's just you or you in a team. Um, I tend to find, I think your expenses for the, your total expenses for, for the care plan itself and your team to execute it shouldn't really exceed more than 25% of what you're going to um, sell it for. So good example being, let's say you sell a plan for $100 a month for like a basic website maintenance. Your team cost for that site for, per site to execute that should probably be around $25 for expenses and team. So that kind of gives you more of a perspective of, okay, maybe my team expenses are exorbitant. You know, <laughs> Maybe I need to look at this for a minute and sort of dial in on, on you know, what what are we doing wrong? I think when I phrase it that way, I think people tend to um, go back to the drawing board and I'll, I'll put it this way. Some people tend to hire developers who are incredibly skilled and are getting paid for their skill, rightfully so. They're awesome. They may be plug-in developers, high-level, full-stack devs, devs and all that stuff. Should they be doing the monthly <laughs> maintenance updates <Maybe>. and <laughs> things? Maybe not. Yeah. No, probably not. Um, or your time, like your as an agency owner, your time is the most expensive in all of your agency. Like you should be the most expensive person. Mm. Should you be doing that? Mm, probably not. No. So you do have to kind of look at that um, piece right there and make sure that your that these that these are profitable. So I tend to find you know um, in the marketplace, people are kind of doing like maintenance only or a little bit of support time or whatever in U.S. around fifty to a hundred dollars for those sort of basic sites creeping up into like 200, 300 for like e-commerce or complex sites. Sometimes they'll go up as high as 500 for some of these, um, you know, big membership sites mm. with lots of students. You know, there's Where a stuff lot. Stuff goes wrong of, off more often. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nightmare. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's good to kind of dial in on the websites that you do as an agency and what those websites really need and then factor in, well, how much, attention is it going to be? And a good example is if you update a, a basic WordPress website, you could probably update it on the live site. If you're updating like an e-commerce or a membership site, you're probably doing that on a staging server yeah. before you're doing it on the live site. Yeah. So there's like I, I additional <laughs> time. Yeah, exactly. Additional times going on to sort of update it, test and stuff like that. So there's some things, factors involved with how much time and expense and software is being rolled in. So um, so factor that in, but typical marketplace value is is around those numbers that I gave. And mm. of course, different for different countries um, and even different industries. I see a lot of people um, don't balk at the price point. At least I haven't really found people balking at a price point around those numbers I gave if they run a business because the website is generating revenue for them. You're going to find people sort of hesitating if the website is just kind of a vanity site, just kind of sits there. Yeah, brochure site. Them. I, yeah. You made exactly. a really good point before on that, like the people with existing sites, because they often have existing businesses. Um, you know, I, they were definitely the best um, clients for us. We're like almost always, yeah, new sites were almost always like a brand new business that had no money, or um, you didn't yet see the value of, of the maintenance. Because the burden of educating them falls on you. So, yeah. you know, you're going to have to educate your clients no matter what. Um, so you're going to have to like broach this whole concept to them. 
um, typically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a new, like a WB Care Market, like my my mission is to educate the, these website owners for web professionals, like to try to take that burden off of them as much as we can. Um, but you still have to educate them. And when they're coming, like you said, with no business, brand new business, no website, it's mm-hmm. really hard to kind of educate them on the pain points of having a website. Mm-hmm. And uh, dealing with updates and content updates and support and how to find a web pro if you don't stick with us kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a little easier to educate when, when so, you've been through. Yeah, already. definitely. T- tell us a little bit more about um, WP Care Market because like obviously when you go to the site, it's it's like a network of website owners, like connecting website owners with web agencies. But that you also mentioned a course. How does that all fit? Yeah, exactly. So the main uh, main mission of what I'm trying to do is bridge the gap in communication between site owners and web professionals. So we've got, like you said before, that trust that has to be rebuilt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, web professionals need to have a process. They need to provide quality work. They need to, they need to be not so burdened by their agency that they can't then serve their clients, right? And return emails, for example. So um, that's the main mission. We, um, The whole idea behind it was I wanted to create a sort of marketplace for them to find one another. Um, I wanted to bring in website owners, put them in a sort of directory that was of, of trusted web professionals that, that provided website care. Unlike a directory of web professionals or freelancers who do everything, um, but specifically for website support. So it started there and then, um, and then realizing, well, we need to, we need to help create these quality web professionals and agencies and um, then created the website care plan training um, off of that need. So for web pros, for web agencies and freelancers, um, there's a couple ways that you can sort of get involved in in what we're doing. The first is I do have a Facebook group where we talk everything. Is website that for care people that have done the course, or is that this for- is for everybody? Okay, it is cool. is open. It is free. It will, n- will um, never be up. paid. Yeah, but what, I what's treat the group it- called? So it's um, the the link will be in your yes. show notes, yep. but it's um, <laughs> and like I'm like stuttering because I'm like ah, WP Care Market group for web professionals is the okay. long title. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And, but we'll of course link that up. It'll be at agencyhighway.com slash seven, nine, 79 is the episode number. Um, just so you don't So I treat it like that. a paid group. Yeah, yeah. I treat it like a paid group. And so to get in, you do have to kind of answer a few questions just cause I want good people in there, you know, Oh, the people. questions are an absolute key. If anyone listening to this <laughs> is starting a Facebook group, like people always come to me and be like, how do like, is it worth you running a Facebook group? Like it must be so much work because I think we've got nearly 6,000 in there or something now mm. in Grey or Web Design Business. Um, but the answer is no because like, it, I mean, sorry, the answer is yes, it's worth my time because there's so little time involved because our entrance procedure is so tight. Like no one really yeah. gets through um, if they're like sketchy looking or like spam looking. And if, <laughs> and if they spam, like, it, like yeah. <laughs> I'm at a point now where I literally just, you know, depending on how I'm feeling, some someone will get the like a oh, no. boot and block, and it, like if they oh, come no. in immediately, like it's almost everybody who posts 
Like they come in, if they're a new member and they post something that clearly breaks the rules, it's not even a warning, it's a boot and block immediately. And if they want to yeah. get back in, surely they can they can uh, message me or something. But like, I feel like that just keeps it pretty clean. We don't have to deal well, with it. Well, it's like we all don't have time on Facebook for not to be serving <laughs> like yeah. the group, you know? Yeah. The people like that are actually see, doing so, it properly. There's so much stuff. Exactly. Mm. That, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so what so about your course? That's one way. <laughs> Um, so yeah, come in the Facebook group. That's free. Yeah. Uh, answer the questions, please. And, uh, and then the website care plan training is exactly that. It's, it's, um, training you can take when you're good and ready. Um, it's sort of evergreen in that sense. There is group coaching that's monthly. If you want to sign up for that sort of real time feedback motivation thing. Um, but it's anything from, if you don't know what a care plan is, you can start there crafting the care plan or, or even if you don't know if you have the right thing in the care plan. I go through pricing. I go through all that. Um, then our real processes that we do in an agency. So everything from actually running the maintenance, doing support, everything you could give a team and outsource automation with Zapier. <laughs> Shout out to James's Zapier course. I love Zapier. We automate so much of our process with Zapier and we have a lot of different ways that we, we tie it all together for tracking time, for our clients, tracking overtime for their care plans, and then actually hiring a team for specific for care plans, how you do that, what you need, and then selling um, selling the care plan, which is um, kind of all about positioning and conversation and relationships and reaching back out to past clients, raising the prices on current clients, taking nice. leads to convert them to care plans, and so that's, so you can pick which course you want or do all five, which we call the care plan intensive bundle. And I'm going to give your listeners a, a coupon code for um, either getting started with crafting the care plan or awesome. buying the bundle. So awesome. And what is that code? It is highway 50 for 50% off the uh, crafting the care plan okay. course. Nice. And that, yeah, 50% off. So that, that'll bring it down to a really nice, easy, uh, affordable Price if someone just wants to check out the training, see if it's legit mm -hmm. and it helps them, which I can yes. guarantee it will. <laughs> and then the bundle is $100 off, Highway 100. Okay, there you go. Yeah, um, so that will give $100 off of that. So they can kind of choose and pick their poison of what yeah, they want to nice. do. So, um, and where do they actually go to get that? So WPCareMarket.com slash training. Training, okay, Is cool. where it has everything, breaking it down, explaining what it is. Um, Perfect. if you want to, you know, figure out kind of what we do, um, wpcaremarket.com slash join our network, join also be linked up network. Yep. Yeah. That'll be in there too. Yep. That awesome. kind of goes through the link to the Facebook group, the link to the Perfect. training and all that stuff. Yeah. It's, I love having care plan conversations. It's my favorite thing to do. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, I, no, it's oh gosh, it's so <laughs> stupid how much I geek out over this. Um, but it's because like I see them change people's lives and I'm gonna get emotional. Yeah. Like I did with Mike Killen's uh, whiskey barrel. Changed his life, did you? I changed people's lives. One whiskey barrel at a time. Uh, <laughs> but but no joke, I, I it changed mine. I as you know, James, I have four kids because <laughs> I just couldn't stop. They're so adorable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have one third. So kid. I have four kids, four children from age nine down to one. And she just walked tonight. My one-year-old just walked Damn. for the first time tonight. Nice. <laughs> yep. Um, and so I've got a busy life and, and yet the care plan revenue allows me to actually pull myself out of the agency and 
let a team run everything, which is mm-hmm. massive. I wouldn't be able to do that without care plans. And I, I, so many stories of people who've come through our training who've said similar things. Um, so if you're not doing it or you don't feel like you're doing it well, like stop yourself, make 2020 the year to, to fix this in your agency. You need to fix this. It needs to be a substantial part of your agency revenue. It needs to be the core that pulls you out of the business so you can do the things that you love to do, um, support the team and pay for the team, kind of relieve the pressure of, of how you're going to make, you know, ends meet at the end of the day. So focus on building that piece of your agency and, and everything else will fall into place. Boom. That's a, uh, that's a great ending. So, Christina, oh, actually, listeners, make sure you head over to wpcaremarket.com. Check that out. Um, the codes, again, are Highway 50 for crafting the care plan and Highway 100 for the bundle. Uh, this will all be linked up over at agencyhighway.com slash 79. Thank you, Miss Christina Romero. This has been awesome. Thank you, Mr. James Rose. <laughs> so good to chat. Thanks for having me on. Discover how to grow your agency, earn more, and work less at agencyhighway.com. Head over there to get resources from this episode and full transcripts. See you next time. This episode was brought to you by Content Snare. If you're a digital agency or just need to get content or info from your clients, Content Snare can help you collect it on time and without enormous email trails. Give it a try at contentsnare.com.